On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to talk about online reviews. We'll tie video into there a little bit, and I'm going to tell you my aggravating Yelp story. I'm sure many of you can relate. And speaking of relating, if you want to be able to relate to your clients, well, you need to take some videos. And where are you going to go to take the best videos? You're going to head on over to Movo, grab a nice microphone, a stand, or a light to make your videos look professional. Even if you're shooting with your smartphone, you can create an entire video shooting rig from that smartphone by picking up one of Movo's many different kits that will allow you to have microphones, lights, and stands in one package. Want to see for yourself? Head on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo. Let's hit the music. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. And it's the radio show about video, Video Marketing Madness with Ray, the video guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper. And check out my YouTube channel, Steve Sleeper Trains. Yes, the trains. The trains. The train, boss, the train. So I went out. When was it? I needed to get out of the house. Was it Tuesday or Monday? One of the two. And I was just going kind of nuts, and I worked all weekend. I had some, I mean, like work, work. I worked all weekend in the office, so I needed to get out. So I went to the closest town to me that has a lot of trains going through it, which is Louisville, Nebraska. Not Louisville, Louisville, Nebraska. Um, Omaha has its own sub, so there's not a lot of trains on either Union Pacific or BNSF. There's... Oh, two to five a day, which is, I mean, some places get 50 to 100 a day. Those, those are the places I want to go. Fortunately, it's, it's not in my backyard, but Louisville's not too far away. So I get there, and I've got one piece of software open, and I'm looking at it, and I hear the train coming, and I cannot get out of that piece of software. I can't. I just got <laughs> and, and and it turns out I just hit the wrong thing to begin with. I got excited. And on this train was it was uh, BNSF, but there was a, 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 a Norfolk Southern locomotive, foreign power, which you always want to catch that. That's kind of a big deal. Keeping in mind, I went to Louisville just to get out of the house, and I thought, oh, I'll hang out down here. I'll just hang out here, catch a few trains, go home. So um, I ended up chasing it to two towns over, and I thought, oh, I'll go down to another town from here. I ended up in Lincoln an hour away. Um, Louisville's like 15 minutes away. So I started off just hanging out down there, and I ended up in Lincoln, Nebraska. And, uh, I, you know, I had a good time. You know, if if you're into trains, I'd have more to the story and you'd go cool. But uh, I, I got a lot of cool catches doing that. The only yeah, thing, Not everybody's as cool as Steve. That, not everybody is as nerdy as Steve. But uh, the only <laughs> problem with chasing trains is I sometimes don't make the safest driving decisions because I'm trying to get there. <laughs> I got behind a couple of... Uh, 
dump trucks, you know, for instance. And I'm like, oh, why? Why? Speed up. Come on. You know, and they're going like 10 miles under the limit or something. But I am. Yeah, we've got the school buses now, so that slows me down. Oh, yeah. So I get it. Yeah, I get it. even better. Well, when I was in Lincoln, I went down to the yard, the big BNSF yard there, and I saw a train coming out of the yard and heading south on the BNSF St. Joe sub. So I thought, well, I'm going to chase it down to, uh, it's called South Street, which is south of there. And uh, what I didn't take into account is that it was rush hour, there's a lot of lights, and people drive really slowly in Lincoln. So that drove me nuts. I well, made Steve, an, you know what you could do? I made an illegal U-turn. What can I do? Besides an illegal U-turn, you could go and find their listing on Google and give them a bad review. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> give them a one-star review and say, your traffic is stinky. Well, and, and this show is not about rail fanning, so I'm glad you uh, changed the subject. Uh, they call me they call me the Segway Master. And yeah, it's the not Segway because I ride Master. They it's don't, not because I ride them. They don't call you Dr. Love? They call me the gangster of Segway. The gangster of love. All right. <laughs> yes, so... You could do that, by the way. You could leave a review for your town. Most towns and oh, these right. stations and... Yeah. They will show up on there, but uh, we're going to talk a little bit today because, to me, one of the most important things that any business can do is to get reviews. Now, when we're talking about reviews, we're kind of talking about things like your Google reviews, those five-star reviews, or your Facebook recommendations, or even your Yelp reviews, and we're going to talk a little bit about Yelp later, too. That's going to be fun when we talk about Yelp. Mm-hmm. But also... You could be getting video reviews from your from your customers, and those can be used in all sorts of places, mm-hmm. including in your Google account. Mm-hmm. So you could actually have video reviews inside of your Google listing, and people can watch those videos. And you can have all sorts of videos in there, because when it comes to getting your Google My Business going, it has a lot of things you can do. Google. You can add pictures. You can add videos. You can get reviews. Google. Make sure everything's filled out. Google Business Profile. I'm not. I refuse. I'm not going to say that. All right. I refuse to say that. It's Google My Business, and it always will be from now on. All right. It sound. It rolls off the tongue way better. Do you like? Sorry, Google. Do you like being wrong? I do. <laughs> oh, but I'm not. In this case, I'm not wrong. I am right. Google. You're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it because no. You know what? I don't even have a problem with. Google Business Profile, as long as they allow us to abbreviate it as GMB, I'm happy. Yeah, that's the biggest problem with me, you know, because I GBP just does not roll off the tongue like GMB. No. I, I just, I thought Google My Business was such a brilliant name. Right. I just, I don't get it. And, you know, and what I would have done if I, Google, if you're listening, and I know you do, I know like uh, all the top brass at Google listen to this show. Um, <laughs> what I would suggest to you is that you have your Google business profiles inside Google My Business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so make the platform Google My Business, and then the, the actual pages can be called Google Business Profiles, because that does make a lot more sense. But we love that. Uh, and even Google, by the way, you go through a lot of their stuff, it still says Google My Business in many, many places. Oh, yeah. So even they haven't given it up yet. So Well, and here's, here's why I think they changed it. When, at first, when I... 
Well, and this is this this is even more of an argument not to have changed it. But what at first when I would talk to prospects and call it Google My Business, they didn't understand it. Okay, you know, whereas Google Business Profile says what it is. You see what sure. I'm saying? So if, if at one time if I would have said to somebody Google My Business, well, what's that? Well. It's, oh, you want me to Google your business right now? Okay, I'll do it. Hold on. No, no, no. They didn't know what it was. And these are attorneys. Google my business. What is that? And I'd, I'd tell them briefly, it's your, it's your Google listing, you know. Whereas sure. if you say Google business profile, they know what that is. Now, here's the only problem with that, Ray. I just got them to the point where they knew what Google my business was, what GMB yeah. was, you know. I mean, I just got them there, and they change it. <laughs> and they, they'll change it again. They've changed it you know, know. in the last... Handful of years, ten years or so. What have they changed? Like five times the name of yeah, the stupid thing. Yeah, at least. What was yeah. it? Google Places and Places. Google Plus Local, and then Google My Business, and they change it all the time. They'll probably change it again. But, yeah. Uh, I liked Google My Business. I remember the day they changed it to that. I'm like, wow, that's such a good name. I love that because that's what you do. You Google My Business. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Regardless of that, you want to get those five-star reviews on there, as many as you can. We're going to talk about why that's important, and we're going to talk about how you can really start to work that to make sure that you get some of those five-star reviews. Uh, And there are some really cool ways that you can work on that to do it. In fact, I've got uh, an employee here with me right now. He's in the other room. He doesn't know I'm talking about him, but he's a perfect example that we'll talk about in a few moments about the uh, Google My Business and, sorry, Google Business Profiles and the five-star reviews. So why do we want those five-star reviews? Well, the answer is simple. The better you look online, the more likely people are to come to you instead of your competition. And think about this. In many places across the country, especially smaller towns where you don't have 700 dentists, you know, uh, in the town that I used to live in out west, we had two dentists in town. That's it. So you guaranteed a spot on the map because <laughs> they're going to show three. So you're guaranteed to find a spot on the map because there's only two dentists in town. Now, if one of those dentists had 100 five-star reviews, the other one had 50 reviews, but they averaged out to two stars, who are you going to call first? That's right. I would hope you're going to call the five-star guy. Right. Now, unless... You think, well, the five-star guy's going to be too busy and I need to get in. Then maybe you call the other one because nobody's going to want to call him. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll have more time to, to, to do better on my teeth. But point being is, people are going to go with the best choice. And they're going to go with the choice that has a lot of reviews, too. If you see a, a company that has one review and it's five stars, and you see a company that has 50 reviews and it's four and a half stars, you're probably still going to check, choose the one with the 50 reviews because... The opinion of one person eh, doesn't mean a whole lot to you. You want to see, okay, over time, this guy's done pretty well. So that's maybe the person I'm going to go with. So you want to have great reviews and you want to have a good volume of reviews and you want to have a good constant flow of reviews. Because one of the problems that people have is they'll get excited about things like reviews. They'll spend the next month getting all these reviews and they'll get 20 new reviews. And they're like, oh, great, we got 20 new reviews. And then they don't really push it and they don't get any for the next six months. Well, what happens is Google starts to discount those reviews after about six months if you're not getting new ones. They kind of, you know, eh, we don't care that this guy's got 25-star reviews because he hasn't had any in six months. 
Whereas this guy over here, he might only have five, but he's had one every week for the last four weeks or five weeks. Mm-hmm. You get preferential treatment out of that. That's just one of the, you know, one of the many factors that go into Google My Business. Now there well, are a ton of everything. Locations. Everything Google is about. Are, are you feeding out content on a regular basis? You know, yeah, so exactly. that's, that's going to be the same with reviews. And, and, and by the way, showing up on the maps at the top, I mean, it's not just about reviews. That is one factor. Although uh, I do have to say, if you read a lot of Google's documentations, it doesn't, it mentions reviews and, and stuff like that. Cause they, believe it or not, Google does have documentation that kind of tells you what they're looking for. Everyone thinks it's a big mystery. They actually do have documents that will tell you. Some of the things they look for, they don't give you a lot of details. Like they don't say, go out and do this and then you'll get higher. But they'll tell you, you know, your ranking has to do with your location. If you are, if in the old days, if you were closer to the center of town, you would get a higher rating. Nowadays, it's if you're closer to where the person is searching from, you'll get a bump up. Does that mean you'll beat everybody because you're the closest? Nope. But it is one factor that goes into it. Uh, other factors would be, you know, outside citations, play, other places on the web that mention your name, address and phone number. That allows them to know that this is a legitimate business. Um, they're going to be looking for how complete is that listing. Do you have all the information? Because remember, when, when you're searching on Google, what their job is is to answer a question. And when you say dentist Loganville, you're not asking for dentists in Loganville. You're asking who's the best dentist in Loganville. It's implied that you're looking for the best dentist, right? So – what are they going to give you? They're going to try to answer that question the best way they can. So they have to have a way to know this is probably the best dentist. How do they know that? Well, this guy's mentioned on a whole bunch of other sites. Um, his hours are listed in there and all the information is there. So clearly, you know, we, we have more information to go with. We, we can understand this business a little better. Therefore, he's also got good reviews. He's got a lot of reviews. He's got recent reviews. We can more... Uh, more fairly say this is probably a good choice to check out. Okay. Right, right. That's why all these things matter. Mm-hmm. And the, the issue with a lot of other businesses is if they don't have that stuff, they're going to be discounted a bit. And they also put other things in, in the factor too. Uh, is the, is the website that you have attached to it any good? That's a big factor. People don't think about that, but you got to have a decent website. Remember, be- remember my story? I tested uh, this. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my uh, my attorney in Jackson, Mississippi, Joey Franks. He's a he uh, he works with Ray as well. And when I was working on moving his uh, Google Business profile, then Google My Business up, um, one of the things that I tested is having his website versus his uh, free Google <laughs> website. You know, the one page website that comes free with a Google Business profile. GMB, whatever yep. you want to call it. And uh, so I noticed that if I, uh, it, you know, where if I attached his website, you know, the, the, the place where it says website and you click on it, you go to his website, he was on page one at the top. If yep. I used his free Google website, he fell off. He wasn't on page one. He was pretty, pretty way down there. Right. And, 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 and so, you know, at first I thought, well, if it's a Google property, that's got to be better. Uh-uh. It's all, it, it, they, they don't really care. They give you that, that website to, uh, you know, if you're a small business and you don't want to build a website here, we'll give you one and make it a better experience for the, for the, uh. Yeah. And it's for, basically just a website-ed version of your Google listing is all it right, is. That's all it is. And, Very useful. Uh, 
very useful. Oh, yeah, it's very useful. And and, and depending on what kind of business is, it's it's, it's very helpful. I've, I've got a, 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 my accountant, for instance. Um, we did all the things you're supposed to do on her Google My Business, plus she's right in the middle of town, and using the, the the Google, you know, the free website, she she's on page one for a broad area around there, um, yeah. because of competition, and nobody else was doing it, you know. So it it can work in certain situations with with DUI lawyers being fairly competitive, uh, not so much. But here's the thing: I saw it in real time. I mean, I would I would switch to his. Uh, his regular website, and I'd see it at the top of page one. I'd switch to his free Google website, and I didn't see it. I mean, real time. So that that website is, I mean, and it's not just. And in, well, in that case, it was one thing, but you know, it's it's everything. And but the website, I think, is a huge factor. Yeah. Oh no, it definitely is, and it's been tested many times, and many people have talked about that. Um, so make sure you got a decent website. That's a, a big deal when it comes to all of this. If you got a good website, it's going to be, again, it's not the BLM end all because there's a lot of different factors, but it is a factor. And when you add all of these things together, I call it, pardon the pun, the alphabet soup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it? Alphabet. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you put that together, you're going to see that the more pieces you have correct, the better opportunity that you have to be shown. Now, there there are other factors, too. Like I said, the location is a big factor. You can't really control that. Uh, the other one is what they call notoriety. So what that means is, by default, sorry, guys, Home Depot is going to get a leg up over a local hardware store. Right. It's just That's just a fact of life because they, as a, as a whole across the country, they can relatively speaking, trust Home Depot. Although, so therefore, they've got that notoriety. Although you can still show up on page one in the neighborhoods around your store if you're an yeah, ex-hardware. I mean, and, and you can still beat Home Depot. Again, mm-hmm. it's just one factor, notoriety. And and that's why like um, city parks, especially famous city parks, will beat out most things. You know, Not that anybody's trying to compete with parks most of the time, but um, because they have that notoriety, they're a park, they're you know they're a national park or something like that. That's going to automatically get a big leg up on everything else. So notoriety is one of the factors. Um, the reviews are a factor, and how well you review is a factor. But if you look at Google's actual playbook, um, they don't really talk a whole lot about the reviews. They kind of mention. They kind of mention that as like a factor that's a part of one of their other factors, kind of like a, a sub factor in there. Um, but I was talking with a um, a Google Ads person, um, a rep, the other day, and I specifically asked her questions about Google My Business because she did bring some of that up about advertising with Google My Business, and I brought up um, a couple things with that, and she flat out said that the reviews and how good they are are definitely a big factor. So it was right from, you know, the Google ad rep herself that that's a big deal. Because think about this. If you do all these other great things, but you've got bad reviews, all you're doing is advertising the fact that you stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If you're a two-star company and you get to the top of page, you know, top of page one on the maps, everyone's just seeing that you're a two-star company. So you got to make sure that you work on these and make sure that the reviews are good. Because if you can do that, it's going to be a leg up. And, you know, when people are really searching for something, they're going to dig deeper than just what they see in those three map 
listings. Right. You know, especially if they're not seeing what they like there yet, they're going to look deeper. They're going to try and see who the best choice is. So make sure you work on those reviews. Get as many as you possibly can. Get as many of them as five star as you can. And I want to talk about. Uh, well, let, let, uh, let me let me interject one thing. Then, sure. Then I'll uh, let you move on. Here's another important ranking factor, and and you're probably going to say, well. Yeah, why wouldn't somebody do that? Well, I'll tell you why somebody doesn't do that. First, but first, I'm going to use like Impossible Escape. It says Impossible Escape Escape Room. It tells Google what you do. Oh, okay, they're an escape room. That's good. Um, and, and I know maybe there. I don't know if there's a preset category in Google My Business for uh, the escape rooms, is, yes. but but this is. Uh, actually uh, more of an important ranking factor than the preset category. Well, why wouldn't somebody say what they were? Well, think of a law firm. They're going to put Smith Law, PLLC, okay? Well, that doesn't tell people what you do because there's so many different facets of law. And the PLLC, nobody cares. I mean, nobody knows what that means. (laughs) Exactly. So if you put something like Jim Smith, personal injury lawyer, that, well, you, that's you have to be very careful. With this I know you have to be careful, but what you and here's what you need to do. Okay, and Google even came out and th- there was an article written on this, and Google confirmed it. Um, first of all, I would suggest that you change all your directories to Jim Smith, personal injury lawyer. Then what you want is you want to uh, uh, your business license. You want your business license to say Jim Smith, personal there injury you go. lawyer. And then you want to have a, your logo, uh, like you know, that's behind the receptionist or something like that. Say Jim Smith, personal injury lawyer, and take a picture and put it on your your Google business profile. Then you change the name of the of the company. Um, and, and by the way, I've noticed lately Google is when you set things up now, they're directly asking you for that picture of your logo uh-huh. on your business or in your business. That's right. That's right. And. Uh, but- you know so, what else I noticed, uh, Steve? What? Just an interesting little interjection. Uh-huh. Uh, lately, on a couple of things that I've had to set up, they did not require me to send a send a, a mail out a card. Oh, really? They did ask for the logo picture. They asked for a phone number and everything else, but they did not require me to uh, send the postcard. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen very often, but I think it, it could possibly be because I've set up many businesses and I'm very active and I'm a, a local guide. I think they, you know, they give more leeway because um, I'm, okay. I'm a level eight local guide as well. Yeah. Although actually, no, you know what? On that particular one that has those, I am not. I'm like a level five. Um, but that, I'm sure that probably has something to do with it as you well. Would but think, yeah, yeah. They did not send a card. Huh. I'll be darned. You, you had the option to send a card if you wanted, but they did not require it. They let me phone verify, which. I did not think they did very often anymore, and it's happened to me a couple of times recently. I thought I got away with it one time, but then they did it again. Huh. So, but yeah, but you know, with the other ways that they can verify things, they do want to see. In a lot of them, I think they ask they ask to see the business license sometimes now too. Um, so just be ready for that kind of stuff. But point being is, fill out everything, and get those reviews, and it you know, upload pictures, upload videos. That can be a big factor too. People they want to see that you're doing these different things. So I would highly suggest you work on as many of those types of things as you can to really fill that out because it's it's going to be a factor that's going to help. But you gotta get the reviews regardless. You gotta have that good reputation. 
So, Steve, how can we go about getting more reviews? Well, you want to ask your customers to give you a review. You cannot ask them for a five-star review, at least with Google, unless something's changed that I didn't know about. Uh, and uh, so, you know, yeah, yeah, be asking your customers about it. Be consistently asking your customers about it. I, I've got an attorney that's a DUI lawyer in uh, New York. And he can, he's, and, and I, he does other forms of criminal defense as well. He's constantly getting five star reviews simply because he asks. Now, um, I, I've had, you know, uh, lawyers say to me, I'm a DUI lawyer. I'm not going to ask people for reviews. Okay. Why? Because they, they just got a DUI and stuff like that. They don't want to leave a review. How do you know that? Have you asked? No, I'm not going to do it. All right, whatever. Uh, my my guy in uh, upstate New York does, and he gets at least one five star a week. Nice. So that's really good. One a week is that's that's pretty good for a lot of businesses. Yeah. Because remember, especially you think about DUI lawyers, it's very easy for you to get bad reviews because, you know, you're taking somebody to court and trying to help them, but chances are they're getting some sort of penalty fine or whatever you're not getting them off scot-free most of the time so they're not going to be super happy a lot of times regardless of how well well and, and it's just, very easy to get bad reviews it just depends um if uh, you could be guilty as sin uh, of, of a dui but if the cops didn't follow protocols you can get them off yeah Right. And so what it what it really comes down to and and in, like for instance in mississippi you can't get a reduced charge. If it's a DUI, it's a DUI. You're either guilty or you get them off, one of the two. Yes. However, it, it comes down to how you treat them. You know, if, 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 you're, uh, if you're very, very nice and you establish expectations correctly and you really take care of them and you hold your hand and do all the, you know, if you love your neighbor you're, and then you ask for a review, your chances of getting a five-star are really good. Yeah. Now, now, you did something there that um, what you incentivize your employees if they if they okay. if they get a five star review and it mentions their name, they get five bucks. Did I state that correctly? That is correct. So th now they're they um, what they'll do is we do a couple of things with that. So the incentive is if if they get a review five stars and it says, you know, their name, they will get five dollars for each one that they get. And we did this a while ago, and you know, some employees will do it and some won't. But, you know, we hope that they will because they're going to get something out of it. Um, but recently we, you know, I, I reiterated that because we got a lot of new employees here and said, hey, you know, you're going to get $5 every time you do this. And I've got one employee. He's actually here somewhere. I don't know if he's listening, but he's around here somewhere. Um, in the last, like, two weeks, he's gotten almost 35-star reviews by himself mentioning him. Wow. And how does he do it? Well, what, what I had them do was I made these review cards. So they're, they're business card size, little cards. They got a, a scan code that will take them to leave a review. And I tell them, I'm like, put your name on the back of the card and you can even let people know. It's like, Hey, if you leave us a review and you mention me, you know, um, you know, they can tell them, you know, we'll get $5 if, if you do that. So one of the way, one of the places this came from was a friend of mine who owned a pest control business. What he did was he would reach out to the customers right afterwards. His was by text. We hand out physical cards. 
but his was by text. So, so as soon as a technician sprayed somebody's house and they, the technician, you know, checked in on the thing saying that they finished that particular order, the customer would get a text message and, you know, ask how things went and said, uh, if you leave a review or sorry, let me, let me get this right. If you would, if you would like to tip your service provider at our cost, go in and leave a review and we will tip your service provider for you. And so that's how they put it. And so that the person would go, Oh, instead of tipping, you know, and I don't think people normally tip their pest control guy, but um, if you wanted to, now you can give him five bo- five bucks without having to pay it yourself. And the company will pay for it for you doing that. So that's how they did it. And they got a lot of reviews out of doing that. And so I kind of modified that here because we tend to spend more time directly with people than a pest control company would. You know, we're literally interacting with people. So this is the way that we do it. And, you know, in the past when we've done it, it's worked fairly well if the, if the client, if the uh, employees did it. And now that we have employees doing it, they really get it done. And I've, I've set bigger, um, uh, goals too, so that they all have to work on it. And if they reach a certain goal, then we'll do like a, a pizza party or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, and, yeah. and by the way, I don't just do this with reviews. I also do this with people upselling. So if they, let's say they get a, a group to come in and they say, Hey, would you like to do another room? They'll get $5 for getting them to do another room. Um, which really is a big benefit for us more than them. Cause they're going to get $5 and we're going to get, you know, 200. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> my what- point is, you know, it, it can be very effective if the employees are willing to do that. If they're willing to put in the effort and they're willing to try and go out. And some of the employees that have been here for a little while longer, when they see him doing that, now they're more motivated to do it, and well, sure. they've been getting some. He, well. just, he just put 150 bucks in his pocket. Yeah, you know, and yep. uh, all he had to do was do his job and be nice to people. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other thing too is it, it is by doing that it improves all of that as well, because they want to make sure that they do the best they can so they can get that five-star review in the end. It, you know, one thing that I learned when, um, of course, I was in sales all my career, uh, but especially in, in the printing industry, if, if, there was some, if, if there was a mistake made, if I could, I accepted the fault. Oh, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Uh, we'll, sure. we'll, we'll fix it for you. Because they couldn't be mad at me. They could be mad at this big printing company, but they couldn't be mad at me. And, of course, then ultimately would fix it for them and make everything good. Um, so, the, you know, where am I getting at? Well, if you treat people right, if you provide good customer service, if you make them happy, uh, if you exceed their expectations and they have a great time, then if you ask for a good review, you get a good review, and, you, and you've got some creative ways of asking for that. One thing I've noticed when we're recording the show, uh, occasionally from time to time the phone will ring at the escape room, even though the escape room's <laughs> not open yet, okay? And so uh, we'll pause you know, and Ray'll answer the phone, and and he, you know, he he might say, "Oh, geez, we're not even open yet. Why are they calling?" And then when you get him on the phone, uh, yeah, sure, no, we'd be happy to in, to uh, book that for you. And you take the time that's needed to make sure they're taken care of. So yep. you know, their customers are never, and what's the, the you know the moral to the story? Customers are never an interruption of what you're doing. Yeah, so. Exactly. And that's what I tell people when I'm doing services for other businesses, too. I tell them that all the time. I am not more important than your customers. So if customer 
calls or has a question or comes in, push me out of the way to to take care of them first. Because mm-hmm. you know, that, that to me that is the ultimate uh, thing you can do. Well, now, now what, let, let me let me just say one more thing and then I'll let take let it back go back to you. Um, when I was in the printing business, right, I don't know how many times we had to remind our employees that they're not the customer, okay? Just remember that. You're not the customer because they, they would make an argument like, oh, so-and-so, you know, the customer was blah, blah, blah. You're not the customer. They are, you know. <laughs> it's not your job to correct them, you know, treat them like a customer. And so, and, and, and you know, you're probably thinking, well, duh, well, you'd be surprised how many people, how many cu- uh, customer service personnel uh, forget that sure. axiom. Uh, and that, yeah, that's, that's often the case. And, you know, we want to make sure at all times that people remember that kind of thing. But the point is, you're not going to get five-star reviews unless you provide five-star service or the person mm-hmm. really happens to like you. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. make sure that you do the best that you can. And uh, when you do, then you're going to start to get those reviews. But you got to make sure that you're asking and and trying to get those reviews so that you grow it very quickly, because it is going to be a factor not only for Google itself, but for the actual customers. They want to see that you're a five star company or at least a four star company or close to it. You know, they don't. And if somebody else is beating you, then you're going to be in trouble, you know. Now, are you, are you going to always get five-star reviews? Not necessarily. You're going to get some bad ones. So just work hard to try and make sure that you get as many good ones as you possibly can and that you're always trying to get more good ones than bad ones. And, you know, you should be okay. If you've, if you've got a couple hundred reviews and three of them are bad, it's not going to really hurt you, at least not very much. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure that you get as many as you can. Keep that flow coming. Now, of course, that's Google. We do have other places that are very important when it comes to this. Uh, Facebook would be probably my second favorite one, although uh, they don't do five-star reviews anymore. They either do recommend or not recommend, um, which drives me crazy. I wish they would go back to the five stars. But uh, the one good thing is, unless you're really bad, you're going to get the recommend most of the time. And, and, and so with it being this dichotomy of either it's bad or it's good, you know, whether it's good on a low scale or a high scale, it's still good. And that's yeah. going to be big, big and helpful for you. But make sure that you do the same things with it with Facebook. Send people there. Send people over to leave a review because anytime you can get reviews there, that's also going to be a big help because, believe it or not, and a lot of people don't realize this, Facebook has a very similar local search feature that shows businesses and what they've reviewed and all that kind of stuff. So it's not just your normal Facebook page. There's other local search results that you can pop up in. So you want to make sure that you do it there. And then number three, and this is like shaking hands with the devil, um, number three would be Yelp. And I know some of you listening probably just rolled your eyes, and I don't blame you. But we're going to talk about Yelp a little bit here. I'm going to tell you a story that happened today that uh, really adds into that. So Yelp, if you don't know, Yelp is very similar to the way that Google My Business works or Google Business Profiles. People can leave their five-star reviews in there. You're going to fill out your, your platform in there just like you would. Make sure you get your hours and your location and your phone number and your website and all of that in your listing. And then people can go in there and they can leave reviews. Well, the problem with Yelp is because Google is, at this point in time, has almost, almost become like a public service or, you know, like, like the electric company or whatever. It's a they don't have Public to, utility. Yeah, like a public utility. They're not. They they have to follow all the rules, 
um, that any business does, but they're much more ubiquitous, whereas Yelp is like its own page and its own this and its own that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens with Yelp is they tend to be a little bit different, a little stricter, a little stranger, and they try a lot harder to make you buy stuff. Um, my problem with Yelp, and this is something that I've seen many times, is that they have trusted reviews and untrusted reviews. And they swear that there's an algorithm that takes care of all that. However, if you talk to any business owner that's gotten reviews on there, I guarantee you will get a story of them at least feeling like they've manipulated that. And and that's kind of my story with them is I do feel like they have manipulated a lot of the stuff that they do. And Now, how do I say that? And again, I can't prove this, but I can tell you what happened. And I can tell you that other people have complained about the exact same thing. With Yelp, people can leave reviews. Yelp will decide, is this a trusted review or is it not? Uh, I will tell you, it seems that if there's a bad review, they send they seem to trust that very, very easily. <laughs> they seem to have no problem trusting bad reviews. But if it's a good review, they seem to have a lot of suspicion on it. Um, the guys that I've talked to said, well, you know, they look to see if if they found your business originally on Yelp and then they came back and did it and did they click through from it. You know, supposedly that's part of the algorithms and everything else. But what I can tell you is they're going to try to sell you advertising. If you have a listing, you will get a call from Google, uh, from Yelp at some point in time, trying to sell you upgrades to your page, trying to sell you advertising. And they're going to be very aggressive about it. We've actually tried advertising with Yelp. We didn't really see a lot of results, measurable results. So we stuck with Facebook ads and Google ads and did not continue to do the, uh, the Yelp ads. Well, of course, they contacted us and asked us about it, and they told me, oh, we're trying some other things right now. At that time, we had 25 five-star reviews. That's all we had. We had no bad reviews, 25 five-star reviews. All of a sudden, after we told them no to the advertising, after running some ads, suddenly 20 of those 25 vanished overnight, and they can be found hidden in the not recommended reviews, as in not trusted reviews. Overnight. Now, some of those reviews had been perfectly trusted on Yelp for ages, months, even years. And suddenly, after we stopped advertising, oh, this is not a trusted review, gone. Mm-hmm. And so we went from 25 to 5. Right. Not a good thing. And, and I do not, and I, I, the way that this came out today is I actually had the Yelp guy call me. In fact, I literally, we start recording this show at 2 o'clock. I got off the phone with him at 1.59. Uh, before I called Steve. Oh, boy. And, and he was on the phone with me for about a half an hour. And I listened to his pitch. And, you know, we went through some things. And he talked about the page and things that can be changed on the page. Uh, and he had some good ideas. And I was like, oh, that's a smart idea. I think I'll do that. Then he tried to get me to do advertising. And I told him straight up. I said, well, I said, here's the problem. <laughs> so we used to have 25. We were advertising. We stopped advertising. And suddenly overnight, 20 of them became untrusted reviews. And, oh, no, that's, you know, it's coincident, blah, blah, you know, we wouldn't do that. And I said, well, I said, I can tell you I've talked to dozens of other business owners, and they've had very similar experiences when they stopped running ads or said no to ads. Uh, I said, so to be honest with you, I understand the power of Yelp. I understand why it's important to have a listing there. I said, but I do not trust you as a company enough to give you any money. And I told him, I told him straight up, I said, if you can go get those 20 five-star reviews put back onto my page, give me a call and we'll, maybe we'll talk advertising. I said, but until then, there's no way I will ever spend a penny with you. Uh, that being said, 
it is still a very, very important site for a couple of reasons. One, they have a high reputation. You get, you know, people do look at Yelp for reviews. It's tougher to get reviews on Yelp because you have to be, you know, you have to go in and create a Yelp account and everything else in order to do it. You know, everybody has a, a Gmail and a, and a Google account, so it's not a big deal. But in Yelp, not everybody has that, so they have to sign up in order to do it, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they will hide some of those reviews. However, Yelp is the backbone behind Amazon products and Apple devices. Apple Maps, the back end on businesses, is powered by Yelp. Amazon Search, when you do Alexa searches, it's powered by Yelp. That's where the reviews come from and everything else. So it is a very important site as far as that goes. So you do want to make sure that that page is optimized like crazy, that you get those five-star reviews, that you upload pictures just like you would with Google. And when you do all of that, that's going to help to make sure that you show up on those other devices You know, when they're using the built-in search tools and whatnot. So very, very important to, to work on that one too. So I don't trust them to give them money, but I do know how powerful they are and I know how important they are. So you want to make sure that you take care of that as well. Try to get some reviews. Now, some of the other sites, um, TripAdvisor, if it makes sense, is a really powerful one. That might be my number four, at least in, in my industry it is. Um, you know, But there's plenty of other ones out there. I mean, there are hundreds and probably thousands of review sites out there. You may have specifically industry-related ones, uh, Judy's List and Angie's List and all those for different types of businesses. Um, you know, One Law for lawyers. I mean, there's a lot of different places where you can make sure that you're listed. And by the way, when you make sure you're listed, that's going to build those citations we talked about to help with your Google page as well, your Google listing. But make sure that you get reviews on some of those other things when you can. I mean, if you, if you can only choose one, go with Google. <laughs> but if you can get people to leave reviews in some of those other places, it's going to be helpful as well. But Google, definitely the biggest one. But make sure you're listed on as many sites as you can. And, you know, there are ways to, to check and see what sites you're not listed on because there are, like I said, hundreds and hundreds of these sites. You can go to Fiverr and have somebody put your business into all these different sites for, you know, 20 bucks, uh, 50 bucks, whatever it happens to be at the time. And they'll go in and they'll make sure that your listings are correct on all those different sites. But you want to make sure you're in there. Yellow pages and, and super pages index, those are all powerful ones as well. Um, you know, it all helps. And as many reviews as you can get is going to be great. And, of course, video reviews. Make sure that you're doing video reviews when you can. One of the things that we do is we've actually got a sign on the door and it says, uh, would you like a, a free pass to an escape room? Leave us a video review. And there's a QR code on there. They scan the QR code. They record a video. They send us that video review, and boom, they get one free pass to come in. And that works really well. Gets people to leave video reviews that we can then use with um, uh, with uh, uh, rep videos. Uh -huh. So we actually bring uh -huh. in their video review into rep videos as opposed to just the written reviews and rep videos. We can actually bring in video reviews as well. And so we get those, and we put those in there, and that can be very powerful. You can upload those videos to your Google My Business and have those in the videos area there. Um, but yeah, I mean, anytime you can get some sort of review, you got to try and do it. Testimonials as well, a little bit different than a video review, but same type of idea. Get all of those things and, you know, you will very quickly be able to uh, do a lot of good stuff. So I highly recommend you work on that. Yes. 
And, you know, if you want to work on your videos, there is a thing out there that will really help you. And they're uh, helping to make this show possible, that thing. Yep. Who Absolutely. Are, who, who are they? Who is, who is that thing? Who it is. It's our good friends, the ones who are powering all of my video shoots. That's our good friends at Movo. You know, Steve, I go out and I do video profiles right now. And when I go out and do these video profiles, I show up with just my smartphone as the camera. However, that smartphone is in a stand made by Movo, inside a little bracket made by Movo, with a light made by Movo. Well, actually sold by Movo. They don't really make lights. They sell them. And it's on. Uh, it's also got the microphone made by Movo. All of that stuff. And I use that to shoot all sorts of business profiles for these businesses. And I go out there and I spend a half hour. And it's great because it's very simple to set up. I don't need to bring a big rig. I can bring my smartphone and have all the professional tools with that. And it does a fantastic job. So absolutely loving my Movo stuff. And if you want to love what you shoot, and you want to love the sound you get, you want to love the picture you get, well, head on over to racelinks.com slash Movo, and you'll be able to set things up right away. Get the parts you need to shoot like a pro at Movo, racelinks.com slash Movo. And with that, Steve, are we ready for some music? Hit it. Boom, here we go. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 